0: Welcome to Selfish, the self-care experience like no other, brought to you by most Scrubs. Imagine a retreat that's all about the soft life. No cooking, no cleaning, no stress, just good times, good food, and great company. Selfish is all about giving you the space to rejuvenate your mind, body, and soul and indulge in luxury. At Selfish, all you have to do is show up and we do the rest. From the moment you arrive at Selfish, you'll be greeted by our amazing staff and treated like royalty. This all-inclusive retreat includes everything from your meals to entertainment to some of the most relaxing self-care services you could imagine. You also get up-close and personal access to most Scrubs products and more. In 2023, we are getting Selfish as (coughs) in the beautiful and posh Scottsdale, Arizona. We'll enjoy the same features that you've come to love at Selfish and even explore Old Town Scottsdale and their best spots for tacos and margaritas. Selfish is an intimate experience with limited space that goes fast, so be sure you register today. Visit mostgrubsbytoya.com forward slash Selfish for more information and to invest in you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Queen's Table Podcast. I'm your host, Marissa J, and today we are back on an actual Thursday. Hey! <laughs> Ain't no retrograde finna get me down today. Alright, so let's go ahead and jump on into today's episode. We're gonna be talking about a couple of different things today. Got Rachel Dolez all on the list, a response to the woman king. Uh, Russia doubling down on their fuck shit and Danny Lay uh, not necessarily in that specific order so let's go ahead and jump into it um let's go ahead let, let's get Rachel the, out of the way okay so Rachel Dolezal and her Jay Leno chin has an OnlyFans yes okay so If you don't remember who the fuck Rachel Dolezal was, Rachel Dolezal was a white woman who was born to white parents and was uh, a top member of the NAACP. I can't remember exact uh, position. It was a high position. It came out that she was really a white woman. And there was like a whole big frenzy over it. Now, people overlook the reason why she was called out. Like her parents are trash. Like it's, if you, if you look at the whole story, you understand why she's trash because she comes from trash. And when you come from trash, it's really, really hard to get out of the cycle of not being trash yourself. So her parents, uh, we're in this legal dispute between her and 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 them. Uh, basically she was wanting to get custody of her younger siblings because um, her I think this was her her actual brother. The the younger siblings are adopted. She has a full brother. I didn't mean to say actual brother. Um, that's I, I don't I don't I don't mean to discredit anybody that's been adopted. But Anyway, um her younger siblings were being abused and molested by her older brother and the parents were doing nothing about it. So she was trying to get custody of them. They wanted to blow this whole fucking thing up and they did. They did, by blasting her. Um so like, yeah, the whole the whole fucking family is just trash. So anyhow, um after all of that came out she resigned from the NAACP she wasn't able to make any money doing anything else that she wanted I think she lost her teaching job uh she was teaching Africana Studies at a university um so she retreated and started doing hair (laughs) well I guess she was doing hair the whole time I don't know but she wanted to start doing it full time or something I don't know what the fuck she was doing but she was being weird um and she the interviews that she would continuously go on she would double down and then triple down on being identifying as being black so Oh no. Um she had an OnlyFans account. She been done had an OnlyFans account. Everybody's talking about it now is because (laughs) some pictures leaked and she I'm sure it was her that leaked them. Just to remind everybody, she still got an OnlyFans account. Now, when she started it a year ago, okay, yeah. She started it a year ago. She started it a year ago, and it was only five dollars a month, and she was only showing workout videos artwork and feet pics feet f-e-e-t feet pics okay five dollars a month if you go on there now (laughs) if you go on there now it is now 9.99 a month and she is modeling off rihanna savage x fenty lingering now did nobody ask this lady to model for for anything nobody asked her okay nobody asked her we're not gonna talk about her body we're not gonna talk about except for that big ass fucking forehead and that jay leno ass chin the rest of her body is fine like she's what 42 45 something like she she's in her 40s and her body looks good her body looks good it looks good but also at the same time you got grown-ass kids and doesn't she have a grandbaby somewhere? I don't know. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I don't fucking know. But she old enough to be somebody grandmama. How would you feel if your grandma was on OnlyFans showing her titties? She was showing her titties. She shows her titties. She shows her titties. So if, you were, if your grandma was on OnlyFans showing her titties, my grandmother is 101 years old so I mean like I don't know like if you could get up and do all of that I mean more power to you I guess I don't know at that point but this lady is in her 40s this lady is in her 40s I, I can understand it for kids were little I can understand it if you know like they weren't so very close to being out of the house but and wait hold up pause time out did she or did she not get custody of the babies? Cause if she did and she's doing the only, okay. I'm not, listen, listen, Lisa, Linda, look at Lisa. I don't give a fuck who got the only fans. Okay. But the thing about it is this, honey, you are not famous for doing anything good, anything at all. You're not famous for doing anything good. <laughs> so maybe take like a quieter approach. You know, like her starting the OnlyFans was never the issue. Her starting the OnlyFans for artwork and and feet pictures and all of that—that that was never the issue. Her starting the OnlyFans shaking her pom pom on the internet—that was never an issue. Her leaking it is. Her leaking is it's 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 giving it's giving. I'm lonely. <laughs> It's giving a very, very lonely. Somebody, please remember that I have an only Vance account. Now, I can't get mad at her for doing what she's doing. I can't. I can't. I can't. She's going to where the people are, right? Right? Think thing about it is this. After her fiasco, okay? Now, before the fiasco, she probably could have dated white guys if she wanted to. But now, there's no possible way she can go back to dating white guys. There's no way. There is no way. So, she is going. She, She's still trash. Still trash. But she's going where she's being celebrated. She knows that Dusty has black men. Hey, hey, if it doesn't apply, let it fly, baby. Don't come at me. But these dusty ass black men that be calling her queen on the high come on she knows that they're gonna pay for that shit so she going to where the people at she going to where she's celebrated that's what she doing that's what she's doing that's what i be doing i go where i'm celebrated so i don't know i don't know Um, I also put in here, um, like I jot down a few notes so that way I can stay on topic this time. But, um, I wrote down, oh, oh, I was like, I wrote down something, but I don't know what the fuck it means. Um, she makes homemade lollipops and she also sold an electric chair sculpture for a thousand dollars. So there's that. Moving on. Um <laughs> moving on to Danny Lay. Somebody come get this bitch. Somebody come get this bitch. Somebody come get her. Danny Lay. Oh God. I don't uh, let's recap really quickly. Okay. Just really quickly. Danny Lay. Third baby mama of the baby, um, who was recently in in the headlines just a few months ago, uh, over that whole IG live bullshit, and her and the baby arguing and cussing and yelling and screaming and hollering at each other in front of the little baby. Cops is being called. He telling her to get the fuck up out of his house. She ain't fucking leaving. He's sitting here calling her just a side chick to her fucking face. And she's still sitting there like the dumbass that she is. I don't like her. I don't like her. I don't like her. I don't like her antics. I don't like anything about her. So, okay. And then, and then (laughs) the crown jewel of it all, she ends up uh, uh, going on the attack on the baby's other baby mama, um, a dark skinned black woman, Uh, with a song titled yellow bone is what he wants. So, mm -hmm. first of all, let's stop calling her yellow bone. She's not a yellow bone. (laughs) She's not light skin. She's fucking white. Okay. Now I just got off the phone with my niece. Y'all might remember her, the super chaotic episode. If you haven't listened to it, go and check it out. She's very hilarious. Definitely going to be coming back soon. But I just got off the phone with her and she was like, nah, she Dominican. And I'm like, nah, she white. And she like, but nah, she Dominican. And I'm like, but nah, she white. She's only, she's apparently uh, claiming Afro-Latina now. But that's only because of the backlash that she had. This white woman doesn't have a lick of Negro blood in her. It's in, in the lick that she does have. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. That is a white woman. That is a white woman. She has never identified with being part of any Afro anything. Anything. The only Afro anything that she has ever been a part of was at the end of the baby's deck when he was smashing. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I said it. I said it. Anyway, she back in the headlines now because... She just had to stop another woman from getting her fucking bag. Now, regardless if this other woman claims that she's white, black, light-skinned, dark-skinned, anything, I don't care what the fuck she claims this woman to be, okay? It's another woman in the industry, and you stopped her bag. You stopped her bag in a very manipulative, fucked-up way, conniving fucking way, She's tr- promoting some trash-ass album that's coming out. And she went on and Out. And she told and Out, Ayo, I don't want B. Simone to be here. If B. Simone here, tell her to go. Allegedly, allegedly. Paraphrasing here, okay? Y'all ain't finna sue me. I don't have any money anyways. So, anyways, this bitch <laughs> stopped B. some from getting her bag, Okay? They told B. Simone she could not be on show, the show on that particular episode that uh, Danny Lay was on because Danny Lay didn't want to be next to her. There's a big like to do a, a, a kerfuffle over whether or not B. Simone got paid for that, that uh, particular episode. <laughs> on and Out, they record several shows in a day. They'll record like three or four shows in a day, sometimes five or six shows in a day. So the same thing with a lot of these late night shows. They do a lot of this or, you know, during the day, it's not necessarily live or anything, but they pre-recorded, that they pre record this shit. So it's not live. I don't know if anybody thinks that this shit is live. It's not live, okay? It may look like it's live because a lot of it's unscripted. It's not live. But so that means that b simone had to have been there she was probably there for the episode before probably there for the episode after but she wasn't there for this particular episode and emmanuel hudson already came out and let us know that they get paid for every fucking episode so if she was not on this episode that in turn means that she did not get paid what the fuck they gonna pay her for something that she didn't do Regardless if they kicked her out or not, why would they pay her for something that she didn't do? She wasn't on that episode. Why would they pay her? She did not get paid. Danny Lay stopped her fucking bag. (laughs) Now, Denny Lay come on the fucking IG live talking about, oh my God, it really wasn't even as serious. I wasn't coming up there on no diva shit. I didn't say she had to go. But bitch, you said either she go or I go. So allegedly, allegedly. So... What are you even talking about at this point? Like I am so sick and tired of this fucking bitch and her antics. I'm so sick and tired of her. And then she's going to get mad and then hop off of the live because somebody says something that she didn't like. Something along the lines of, you know, you shouldn't have done it or whatever cuz she she, she cuz she on the live she was talking about Okay, well, I guess I shouldn't have done it. I, I If I would have known it would have had this much backlash, I would have never came on the show. Okay, so instead of just being a woman about your shit, getting your bag and not stopping somebody else from getting their bag and just putting aside the dumb ass drama which isn't even in any real fucking drama you are fighting over community dick this dick has been in her has been in you has been in this has been in that this nigga has fucked everything on the planet are you now going to go into every fucking promotional event that you do and say anybody here that is fucked my baby daddy you gotta go are you are you are you are you serious is that what you're gonna is that how you're gonna play things because that's like super mature right oh my god i know what to be around anybody that's fuck me baby daddy bitch that's all of everybody you won't have nobody to work with but men and hell even at that let me stop allegedly allegedly let me be quiet but here's the thing though. I mean this is the last thing, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap up this whole Denny Lay Beast situation. Um, Beast was weird. B. Simone was was acting very, very weird. She was acting very, very fucking weird. I get why Denny Lay may not have wanted to be around her, maybe possibly. May have been for the wrong reasons. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't have stopped the girl from getting her bag. If I was really all that uncomfortable, I would have been like, let me get on an episode that she's already not going to be featured on. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not on every single episode. So like, whatever it's fine, but like, you know, not requesting it, but Danny Lane, people, I keep hearing people talk about, Oh, she's not confrontational. She's non-confrontational. She's not going to, you know, she, she doesn't want to be around her and blah, 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 with this, that, with the well stop with the non-confrontational bullshit because if she was really and truly non-confrontational she wouldn't have made a whole ass song called yellow bone is what he wants to antagonize her baby's daddy's other baby mama come on get the fuck out of here with that get the fuck out of here with that but on the other hand though b was acting really fucking weird it was really fucking weird i was thinking about putting a clip of it like a small clip of this weird ass fucking live that she did where she was just bigging her, uh, bigging up Danny Lay for no fucking reason. Makes like she made several fucking videos, but there was this one that was super long and super cringe. She over here talking about Danny Lay, you know, she Dominican, she already got the upper hand on us. Bitch, what? She got the loose curls and she's blonde. Bitch, what? I could see why he would want her over me. Bitch, what? Where do they do this? Where is this woman from? Where are you from, lady? And now you want to get on this little fucking talk show talking about, oh, well, she was just being immature, so I'm going to give her grace. <laughs> you going to give this bitch who you looked like an entire clown for several times, okay? You're really going to let her stop you from getting this bag. You're going to have grace for her. You're going to have grace for her. All right. That's our problem. I'm sorry. This is the last thing and I'm going to move on to the next subject. That's the community's fucking problem. We keep giving grace to too many fucking people that don't deserve it. Hell, we be giving grace to too many fucking people. Some of them do deserve a little bit of grace. But the fact that we just be handing out grace like fucking Skittles around this bitch. How in the fuck? You know what? You know what? This is how we got Danny Lay. And I'm not sitting up here talking about just, just black men because it's not just black men that that just be bigging her up. B Simone laid it out for us. It's black women too. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop rushing to the fucking costume store and picking out the biggest, most frilliest cape for these bitches. Can we please? Thanks. Moving on. So, okay, so I, the things are going to be definite. I've, I've got some things to, to shake around here because Anchor, the platform that I host on, um, is doing weird shit. I got a notification saying that uh, voice memos and like other direct contact the voice memo stuck out because i recently got one but they said that that it's going to be changing so if you listen to me on anchor and you've sent me voice clips before you're not going to be able to do that through the app anymore you have to do it online also i don't even think that Anchor is going to have like, the, I, th- I think it's just moving to a website. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know. But it keeps telling me, um, here goes some Spotify stuff. And I'm already on Spotify. But like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would I even host with you guys if y'all can't even? All right. And, and there's a pretty good percentage of people that listen to me on other platforms that Anchor does not uh uh host to so like I when I publish this particular episode, I'm publishing it one time on anchor. Okay. Anchor then goes out and says, Hey Castbox, hey Pocket Cast, hey Google Podcast, hey Apple Podcast, hey Spotify, hey, all of these different platforms this we we you 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 did it you want it now like you don't gotta do nothing extra but like these extra platforms like iHeartRadio I'm getting a lot of listenership from other platforms that I'm having to physically manually upload my RSS feed through there (laughs) like what's the point anyway sorry that's my little mini rant on anchor.fm I don't know if I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be on Anchor no more. No, I'm still good. You still going to be able to find me. I'm going to still be everywhere, but I don't know if I'm going to be, because I don't know what the fuck Anchor is doing. They're being weird. They're being weird as fuck. But anyway, I got a, um, a voice message, a voice clip, a voice memo from a listener. Uh, I believe her name is Monica, but on the, again, yo, it's being fucking weird as shit. It shortened her name. So it it looked like money. So Miss Money or Miss Monica, thank you so much <laughs> for your voice clip. <laughs> but um, I'm going to go ahead and address it. I do get a lot of voice clips. Well, not a lot. But I do get, you guys do send in voice clips every now and again. And I do appreciate that. But this is one that, um, and I don't normally play them. Uh, let me know if you want to start me playing them. This particular one, I tried to transfer over to this episode. It's not transferring. I don't know. I don't know. But she was very articulate in the voice memo and I really wanted like her voice actually no, it's, it's not going to work that way. If if I, I was thinking about doing it another kind of way, but the audio quality would be absolutely horrendous. But anyways, anyways, anyways. Thank you so much for the voice clip. Um, There was a couple of things in the voice clip that, that you mentioned. Damn it. Let me see if I can't try to, hold on. I'm sorry, y'all.
1: Wanted to address the woman king. So nowhere in the film are they portrayed as being heavily against the slave trade. Viola Davis is literally the only one who is, and all she does is kind of gradually try to nudge the king to be against it. Um, They make uh, no hiding of the fact that it has completely enriched him. He mentions it all the time. He also mentions that his own mother has been sold into it, which makes him like this wishy-washy complex character. Um, But it ends on him being on a united front. That is not historically accurate but he's wishy-washy throughout so you can kind of see that um most of the film though is about their infighting with other african tribes and how that feeds into the slave trade other than that viola davis is not really even the main character it's more a coming of age story of this teenage girl in the film and their relation to all the other women um so people just watching the trailer and trying to make interpretations and those who haven't just have it kind of wrong
0: Okay, I figured it out. I figured it out. I figured it out. Okay, so that was the voice clip. I'm so glad that I was able to figure all of that. I mean, isn't it funny how like you can be sitting there thinking about how to do something for like hours and hours and hours and you're like, fuck, how do I get this on there? And then you try and it it fails and you try again and it fails and you try again and it fails. And then when you're in the middle of something, you're just like, oh, I wonder if that will work. It worked. Anyways, um... (laughs) Thank you so much for the voice clip. So, um I'm going to address a couple of things. You uh so she said nowhere in the in the film did they portray to be against the slave trade. But then but then immediately after you said Di- Viola Davis's character kind of was, which I know you said that she she's didn't she wasn't the main character. I never said she was a main character. If I did, I apologize. I didn't mean to say that, but she's the biggest name in the film. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm going to, to mention her name is because she's the biggest name in the film. I didn't say I never, I never even assumed that she was one of the main characters. Usually whenever they have a big name star out there like that. And they put them in a film and they're in like every fucking trailer, chances are they're only gonna be in the movie maybe 20 minutes. Who knows? I don't know. But um uh I, I didn't say she was a main character, but you she said, I'm I'm how am I am, am I saying the you or the she? We'll say she. We'll say she. We'll say she. Okay. So she says, nowhere in the film did they portray to be against the slave trade, but immediately after you say or she says Viola Davis was, and then right after that, she goes into explaining how the king, uh, you know, was kind of wishy-washy and going back and forth, but eventually ends on a united front. So if one of the characters were, that then relayed, the message to the king, and then at the by the end of the movie, if the king was like, Okay, I'm against it, then yeah. They 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 were <laughs> portraying to be against the transatlantic slave trade. Um, she also goes on to say most of the film was about warring with other African factions. I'm paraphrasing here. Um that that's perfectly fine. That's yeah I mean like a a a movie about women warriors I would expect them to be fighting um viola oh okay, I already said that um okay uh then uh, then she mentions this is more of about a coming of age story about teenage girls and their relation to other women. a more positive coming of age story that I would much rather. Uh, see um if you want to put like you know the dramatic aspects of of the woman king if it, one movie that i would like to see is how they did away with kusasa fumbi kusasa fumbi is an african ritual a tradition a rite of passage for lots of women it literally means dusting or shaking the dust off is what it means, and a kusasa fumbi you get one after you have an abortion after you become a widow because these things you're seen to be unclean, so this is a cleansing ritual and after you have your first period so the what the kusasi fumbi is is basically the community hires a guy called a hyena who comes in to have sex with the widow or the woman who just had an abortion or the very young girl who just had her period. For the very young girls who just had their periods, they are taught a dance called the chisamba and they they practice the chisamba and at the end of this time period in which they're learning this dance and learning how to have sex with this hyena, who by the way, they believe can't be riddled with STDs because they're only having sex with virgins, but just kidding. Cause they're also having sex with widows and women that are getting abortions. So definitely passing HIV everywhere um I'm not saying all hyenas I'm not saying all hyenas but there is definitely a dude in Kenya in 2015 who was arrested for being a hyena and spreading HIV to over a hundred women and girls so yeah this practice is it's it's not all over Africa, but it's in a lot of places it's in the Congo, Angola, um Uganda, Tanzania, Zambia, it's Mozambique, it's it's in a lot of places. I would much rather <laughs> see a movie about that and how they did away with it in all of these African countries, that would have been way more aspirational that would have been way more productive not just for dark-skinned black women but for all shades of black and brown because they were doing this is a very ancient practice that they've been doing for a very long time they just did away with it We don't, we don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about the angry black woman wielding machete. That's what we want to talk about. She ends the voice clip saying people making interpretations based on, uh, the trailer alone are just wrong, which is why I said I didn't just watch the trailer. I could have, I'm fairly positive that I said in that last episode that I watched the trailer and I watched a ton of. Of interviews I've, I've, I've spoken to so many of my friends who went out and watched the movie who had no idea it was even written by three white women and a biracial girl or three and a half white women I guess they didn't even know that they didn't know a lot of things about this movie so I would argue that some of the people that went and watched the movie <laughs> are getting a uh, getting faulty information and because I already know going into it, that there is faulty information. And I mean, this isn't like the Dahmer Netflix special where, uh, you know, they got a couple of the details wrong. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about completely rewriting history. We we talk about rewi- rewriting history a lot. We talk about how, you know, they don't want to want tell us exactly what the fuck happened. History is written by the victors. Blah, 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 blah. We need to know our history. We need to know our history. We need to know our history. So when there's an opportunity to actually tell our history, the good, the bad, and the ugly, we do what? We write it? Oh. But I thought only colonizers did that. Oh. Okay. All right, moving on to the last. Um, thank you for the thank you for your voice clip. I, <laughs> I hope you didn't take any offense to what I said, Matt. Sometimes I just speak very aggressively. I don't know, especially when I'm passionate about something. But I do appreciate your voice clip, and yeah. So moving on. Um, the last but not least, Russia. <laughs> What's going on in Russia, guys? I'm gonna tell you don't worry i'm here i'm gonna tell you so um (laughs) there are parts all over ukraine because you remember y'all remember russia went into ukraine and they was like this our shit and they was like okay this isn't your shit this is all of our shit and then russia was like okay you can have this over here but these over here is our shit and ukraine was like nah and Russia was like, but watch. So Russia, the Ru- Moscow put in a whole bunch of, of, they, they, they sent a whole bunch of fuck shit over to the Ukraine. And basically they were like, okay, now all of you people in Luhansk in in the Dunlask area, I not listen, I don't speak that zip, zip shit, but all y'all people that's over here in these areas. Yeah, I said it. That zip, zip shit. Yeah, I said it to <laughs> all y'all people over here. In these areas that 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 we want, we as Russians want, y'all can vote on whether or not you want to be Ukrainian or if you want to be Russian. And so um <laughs> So pro Russian admins in, in four regions of the southern and eastern Ukraine. Um yeah, they're 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 putting this into action. Today, now, it's happening right now. Uh Le, Le- oh God, I'm gonna butcher this. I don't, I don't speak the zip zip, guys. Leonid Le- Leo Leonid Pashinsknik. I don't fucking know guys, L E O N I D last name P A S E C H N I K. And y'all say our names is too hard. Um, who is a Moscow appointed head of Luhansk. I think that's how you pronounce that. Luhansk asked to join Russia as a territorial entity of the Russian, uh, federation. So yeah, Luhansk is saying, hey, Russia, we'll play ball. We want to be part of you guys. We took the vote that you said that we had to take. We want to be Russian now. So y'all got to make us Russian. But the West has dismissed the votes. Western countries are saying, no, this was not a fucking thing. Now, Guys, listen if you have not heard any of my episodes on uh Russia and why all of this shit is happening and all of that. If you don't have the time to listen to it right now, definitely go and bookmark it now (laughs) while it's still at the top of your mind and then come back and listen to this because I'm going to go ahead and insert this clip. It is of uh, Dave Smith who who is breaking down um, the reasons why Russia invaded on the Joe Rogan experience. So if you guys watch JRE. Um, Joe has a guest on. He's talking to Dave Smith. Dave Smith is uh, explaining why Russia is invading Ukraine, but he's like kind of all over the place and <laughs> kind of like me. And um, he's refer- he's referencing this Stephen Colbert interview that uh, was on the, the Col- Colbert show back in 2014, whenever uh, Putin annexed Crimea, the first go round. When when Obama was in office. So go ahead and check out this clip. Listen to this clip. Um, it starts off with Joe saying, like, okay, let's play the clip. It goes into that. It's a very long clip, it's about ten minutes ish. But uh I think it sums up <laughs> the three or four episodes where I'm talking about Russia. <laughs> it sums that up pretty well. So let let me go ahead and play that.
2: Play it from the beginning.
3: Now, Gideon, uh... Help me out here. We've got, a, we've got a battle. The Ukraine, some of them want to go into the EU, the European Union. Right. Uh, and some of them want to stay with Russia. If the Ukraine's not in Europe right now, what continent is it on?
4: Well, it's part of Eurasia, but it's part of Eastern Europe and the former Soviet bloc. Uh-huh. It's basically Robin to Russia's Batman. And the challenge here, the challenge here is to try to attract it to the West, to get it to flip sides. So the, the rebels in the streets... What are they fighting for? They're fighting for a better future. Countries have a development. That sounds like a political speech. No, like, but it's actually literally... true. Countries have to develop over time. And Ukraine basically after it the uh, end of the Soviet Union, faced two tracks. It could stay a sort of stagnant, corrupt, authoritarian country tied to Russia, or it could essentially join the West. It could modernize, liberalize, become a democracy. Uh, At the last minute, when it looked like it was going to trade up from its sort of uh, uh, abusive relationship with its boyfriend from the hood to a a nice yuppie... uh, uh, You're
3: not loading these choices in any way whatsoever.
4: It's actually true. When it looked like it was going to trade up to a better uh, environment, uh, at the last minute, Putin offered a bribe. How uh, much? Uh, $15 billion. Uh, That's a lot of cash, It's man. a lot of cash. And the president, who himself was tied to the old elites and the eastern part of the country with ties to Russia, decided to back off the change and go join Russia. Do you know how Russia. many
3: pirate-themed restaurants you can buy with $15 billion?
4: The problem was the western parts of the country and the younger parts of the country and the more modern liberal parts of the country basically knew that they had no future being Russia's, Russia's vassal. Do and we... so they took to the streets.
3: America taking sides in this in any way? If, if these people... If the, the rebels are winning right now, right?
4: Yes, just so recently.
3: Why isn't Obama spiking the ball in the end zone and calling Putin and saying, Hey, you might have won the medal count, but we won the country count, biatch. <laughs> it's,
4: it's actually a very good question, and the answer is that we don't want Russia to intervene and kick over the table like a game of risk and take Ukraine back. And so Would they we... do that? Could he send in troops? Yes, he could. So we are choosing... So does Ukraine have any troops of their own? Would they fight back? Yes, but we don't want this to escalate, and we don't want Russia to crack down. So we want to basically distract Russia. Oh, look, you have the highest medal count. Oh, you did really well. Uh, and you know, possible? focus on the Olympics. There's a shiny object. They'll on... Just take an entire country away from you. <laughs>
3: Holy shit. <laughs> now... Isn't that funny? Power right
4: now. There's a power vacuum. The opposition is all together, which everybody, it's easy to agree on getting rid of the bad old regime, and much harder to create a stable country in which everybody compromises and moves forward. Well,
3: so, they, need, they need a strong leader to move the country forward. Do you know who's always good at a moment like that? Vladimir Putin. <laughs> you think he might volunteer to come in and 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 help Ukraine find The reason its way? we don't
4: want we don't want we don't want Putin to get involved in this and so we are basically we want to try and involve him in this decision so that he allows Ukraine to go. We actually want to not we want to say we want a non-exclusive relationship with Ukraine. You can have a relationship with it too. You're the only one making this into a girlfriend boyfriend relationship. <laughs> Ukraine is basically choosing its future between two completely different courses of action and we're trying to blur that choice so the old boyfriend doesn't get too upset. Jeez. When it makes the right-
2: Christ. Christ. so so it's just all these George Soros funded NGOs were funding the the militias on the ground who were overthrowing the the government and then there's a tape of Victoria Nuland who's who's uh was at the State Department at the time one of the top people at the State Department and she was basically talking about who would be the new government that took over who America didn't want in who we did want in the new government so it's not you know what happened basically was as Gideon Rose was even saying the Ukrainian government was kind of siding with Russia, or at least a lot more pro-Russia. And then we overthrew that government and installed a (sighs) pro-America government. And this to Putin, he had said over and over again, was a huge red line for him. Like, Ukraine was the big line. And you could look, imagine, take it from our point of view, if, like, Russia was coming over here and overthrowing the pro-America government in Montreal and installing a pro-Russia government there. Then, you know, like, this would be seen as, would you call that an unprovoked Attack, right. You know, if we were to go in there and then go overthrow that government. Jeez. So, again, I'm not justifying right. what he's doing. But – and then the other thing to this, right, that's important to add is like you remember the two big things that – it's so weird no one – like at least in the in the larger conversation, I don't see anyone connecting these things. Is that there's two things like involving Ukraine that, that were very big that happened very recently in American history that very much connect to this war. And one is that our last president was impeached over a thing with Ukraine – and, like, what was that? And then the other thing is uh, the current president's son was getting paid millions of dollars from a company, Burisma, in Ukraine. And these things all connect. And basically what happened was after the 2014 coup, this company, Burisma, they were – and by the way, uh, Matt Taibbi has done incredible reporting on this. I highly recommend everyone read his stuff, uh, his sub-stacks. Incredible. Yeah, fantastic. Unbelievable. But so basically, Burisma was in bed with the old government. That had allied with Russia. And so when this government was overthrown, they were very worried because they were like, oh, we were in bed with the old government. And now there's this new government who's in there. And so instead of bribing the new government, they just went right to the source and bribed. The son of the sitting vice president, uh, Joe Biden, when he was vice president, was in charge of Ukraine policy. Oh, my God. So they just went—that was why they put him there. And then they put some other, like, CIA guy or something like that on their board. They're just paying him money to just be like, hey, keep us in with you. And then Trump was telling them to investigate all of this shit. He got on the phone with them and was was like, I want to investigate everything that was going on with Joe and Hunter Biden in Ukraine. And Donald Trump did— he, he got into an area that it was—there's an argument it was not okay what he was doing because he was kind of going like, maybe you don't get this these, uh, these weapons that I was going to send in unless you go investigate them. And this was his political opponent, so it was a little bit of a shady thing. But then the other story about that is that ultimately Trump caved, and he sent in the weapons to Ukraine. So now not only did Obama overthrow the regime when Joe Biden was the point man, Joe Biden was running Ukraine policy— Obama leads this coup, overthrows that government and puts in a pro-Western government. Then Trump comes in, sends in a whole bunch of weapons to this new government that Obama wouldn't even send in because he was concerned it would provoke uh, Russia. And then the next president is Joe Biden, the last guy who was the point man on Ukraine, who, who was there when this coup happened. Then he comes back in. This is all like the context that led to Vladimir Putin invading Ukraine. So, again, I'm not saying – and the other, other little thing I should mention there too is that that Donbass region on the eastern portion of Ukraine is like majority ethnic Russians. And they got really pissed off at when the new government came in in 2014, and they were basically warring with, uh, with the, the you know the Kiev western portion of Ukraine since then. And they had a referendum in 2015 and voted overwhelmingly that they wanted to be a part of Russia. Vladimir Putin didn't take them, but they said they voted that they wanted to be a uh, part of Russia, not a part of Ukraine. So it's just a very complicated mess, and it's the same thing with, like, the war on terrorism. If you're going to tell this story of, like, what led to this, to understand where to go from here, the story has to include that America was intervening in the Middle East for decades before 9-11. The story can't just start at 9-11. You know what I mean? And so I guess the, the biggest part is what I said before that. The concern of all of us, should be just that there's no nuclear conflict between America and yeah. Russia, which seems like we're like dangerously close to.
0: Now there are there's a couple of things that he mentioned in there that I've never touched on. I've never touched on the Joe Biden and Burisma. Uh, incident I've never touched on. There's a a, a couple of things that that he mentioned that I never ever touched on that definitely had an effect. Now, you couple that along with all of the other history. He Like he said, you know, it doesn't just start with 9-11. This goes back so far. And going back, listening to those other episodes, we go back into deeper history as to why all of this is happening. But the more that this shit goes on, the more that I'm sitting here going, fuck, is 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 Russia really the bad guy? Yeah. <laughs> is Russia really the bad guy right now? Because like, I kind of feel like it's the West, kind of feel like it's the West. Lots of Ukrainian people are saying like, nah, I just want this shit to be over. I just want to be able to walk down the street without having to wonder if there's a fucking landmine gonna explode me or not there's plenty of other things to worry about here in russia <laughs> there's so many things to worry about in russia oh my god yeah they want it to stop they want it to end they want it to be done in a way with guys it goes so much deeper so much deeper you guys it goes so much deeper that's what she said but anyways that's about it that's all the topics that i care enough to talk about today um i'll be back next week that's it for me y'all bye